0: I'm Carissa Andrews, international best-selling indie author and CEO of Author Revolution. With more than 15 books published, it's safe to say I have made a ton of mistakes in my endeavor to become a full-time author. The most important thing that I've learned in the past decade is that indie authors need to protect their creativity and their serenity. Being an author is a long game, and that's why I'm on a mission to teach other indies just like you how to publish books with a sustainable, rapid-release method. I created the Author Revolution podcast to give you insights and actionable step-by-step strategies to help you do just that. If you're an ambitious author or one in the making who's looking to create a long-term author career and a life you love, you've found your tribe, my friend. Let's get your author revolution underway. Welcome to 2021, my friends. It's been a wild ride getting to this point, hasn't it? Now, if someone were to tell me a year ago about the Pandora's box someone opened for Christmas 2019, er, I mean COVID, I would have said to stop reading my books because they have clearly gone to your head. But, as my mother-in-law would say, here we are. Now, these past few weeks, I've been doing a lot of self-reflection and contemplation about what it is I want this next year to really look like. Now, if you've been following this podcast, you already know this. I started this process earlier in 2020 by mapping out my year's releases and all those vacation times, all, all that stuff, right? However, this past week, I had to make a tough decision to alter that plan. In the past four or five years, I've taken on more than one person can chew, and it's resulted in a lot of stress and an undercurrent, believe it or not, of regret. Regret that I'm not as present as I should be for my kids. Regret that I'm not putting enough attention into each project I'm doing because I'm trying to do too many things all at once. Now, in the past, I've been able to set projects aside for a time, but I've never actively canceled a book that's already out on pre-order on Amazon. When I set a date and I put those pre-order links up, I have always, always adhered to it. Until now. Yes, I actually made the decision this past week to pull the plug on Immortals and Amends for now. I took both pre-orders down, which meant releasing all of the pre-orders that were already in place on those titles. Now, while I have new dates in mind, I haven't decided yet if I'm going to put them back up for pre-order just yet. Thankfully, Amazon is cutting some slack this year for pre-order cancellations. Normally, if you cancel a pre-order, the Amazon gods do not look kindly upon you, and they ban you from using the pre-order function for a full year. Ouch. But COVID changed all that, I guess. How long they'll be doing this and how long they'll be lenient, I guess, (laughs) remains to be seen. But the point is, when I set my dates for my releases this year... I was still in the throes of Windhaven, and honestly, I thought I could jump from one big project to the next without batting an eye, kind of probably forgetting about all the author revolution stuff I had on my agenda as well. I probably could have done it if I hadn't forced myself to slow down and take some much needed time off. It started with taking Saturdays off after years of no days off, like we're talking ever. And if you listen to this podcast, you know that already. But then I took some time off for holidays, and I took a full week and a half off from Christmas to January 4th. Now when I say time off, I mean I did no work for my clients or myself. I only did what I wanted to do. If it was read, I read. If it was take a bath in the middle of the day, I did. If it was start a puzzle or clean my kindergartner's bedroom or have a long chat with my daughter, I did. And you know what I discovered? Life is really beautiful when you just slow down a bit. Sure, it's not actively advancing my career, but it is grounding me in the moment and making everything I do more worthwhile. Now, I used to think that the faster you go, the faster you reach your success, right? But that's not necessarily the case. Sometimes you're chasing something that's just out of reach, and no matter how hard you try, you can't quite reach it. In the meantime, though, life still goes on all around you. So, a little background about me. I grew up in a house where my dad worked incessantly, and when he wasn't at work, he was actually at the bowling alley. I rarely saw him. Heck, even at big events, he would be there for only as long as he absolutely had to, and then he'd leave because he had to work. Whether or not that was an excuse, or whether it was simply because he is an introvert to his core, I don't know. But I never really liked that part of him, and somehow (laughs) I managed to become him. Ironic much? Well, I do love my irony, but not so much in this case. However, this revelation did lead me to uncover the aspect I was missing in teaching indie authorship. It's not just about all the things we have to do to be successful. It's about the process itself. It's about trusting the process and being secure in the knowing that this process will get you to where you wanna be eventually. And by there, I do mean success. I mean the income that we're all hoping for. I mean readers who are excited for your books and they are clamoring to get the next one because they can barely stand it. All of this might not happen right away. It might not come after four books or eight books or 20 books, but eventually the compounding effect will tip the scales. Now, anyone telling you that they have found the magic bullet that will instantly make you a six-figure author is blowing smoke up your backside, my friend. So please don't buy into that. Not from me, not from anyone. There are no guarantees. There are only probabilities. So rather than chasing that elusive dollar, let's set some goals that are a little bit better for 2021, shall we? Let's focus on our happiness and the happiness of those around us. Let's emphasize how to enjoy this wild ride of being an indie author and the journey we take to get to our idea of success. Sound good? Okay, so while I don't ordinarily recommend canceling a book's pre-order, this year felt like a special circumstance to me. I wanted to be able to give you the advice that's been bubbling up under the surface for so long. At my heart, I am truly a teacher. I love to take the information that feels disjointed and chaotic and then make sense of it for others. It's what I do. Just ask my six-year-old. It's not so much teaching, but sort of. Remember when I said I cleaned his room? Well, yeah, we organized his Legos into 10 different bins, all based on size, shape, and its use. Neurotic? (laughs) Perhaps. But you know what? He's kept it clean for a week. That's something, my friend. If I had a mic that could drop, I would totally do that. (laughs) Okay, so here's the thing. I really do want 2021 to be your best year yet. I want it to be my best year yet, too. So that's why I've devised Five tips to make the most of your planning and goal setting for this year. Forget resolutions. We're going to learn to trust the process. You ready? Okay, so here are the five tips to make 2021 better than 2020 right out of the gate. Tip number one is start with an intention. You can't make something better without first understanding what it is you're trying to change. So, for example, my intention for 2021 is to continue to build on my back catalog but to do so with more balance. Now, some people set an intention by using a word or two to describe their year, right? Now, for me, those words would be momentum and balance. But I don't just want momentum in my business. I also want to do it in a way that is sustainable for me and for my family. That way, I can start where I'm at without wishing I was somewhere else. Have you ever felt like that? driven to keep going because you're not where you want to be? Yeah, stop doing that. Just trust that you're making the progress and building on your momentum. Oops, (laughs) I went on a soapbox there again. Okay, so to recap, here's what I want you to do. Set that intention for what you want this year to look like and then put it somewhere so you can see it every single day. I have my intention set as wallpaper on my computer screens, so I see it all the time. Where can you put yours? Alright, so tip number two, stop trying to do it all. Oh, this one hits me so hard. When I go into detail-oriented mode and start seeing all the things I've been letting slide, I start to feel like I need to do more. Do all the things all the time. But honestly, if you've been letting it slide for this long, there's a chance it might not be as necessary as you think it is, right? Remember, 80% of our gains in life come from 20% of our efforts. Ask yourself if what you think you should be doing is even necessary, or if it's just busy work or something you were told you needed to do, and you're not even quite sure why. Now, if it's necessary, but you don't like doing it, or you're not good at doing it, that's another matter. Hire that stuff out to a PA or someone else who knows how to make that magic happen. At the end of the day, though, I want you to let go of the projects and the things you think you need to do and focus on the true needle movers. So now with that in mind, number three is get laser focused on what works. Unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, I don't know, everyone's audience is slightly different. What works like clockwork for one author might not work for another. That will mean you need to pay attention this year to what works best for you. Get super laser focused on the routines, the patterns, the habits, and the systems that work best for you as an author and your personal audience. Then do more of what works and less of what feels like work. You feel me? All right, tip number four is spend more time doing things you love. Yes, this can be books, but You can't have a better year than 2020 if you're not able to take time off to enjoy the world around you (laughs) and take it from someone who knows. So, pick up a new hobby, try a new TikTok dance, heck, take up hiking or kayaking like Colin and I did last year, or something else that really gets you outside and away from the confines of your home. Goodness knows we all need that right about now, right? The more you enjoy nature, the better life feels. It's actually a proven scientific fact. So, at the end of the day, whatever it is, Just do more of what brings you joy. It's so important to really enjoy what you do in this world and to be a part of it in a way that really manifests as something that is truly happy. And now finally, number five, love up on your peeps. Whether you live in a crazy busy house like I do, or you just want your friends and extended family members to know how much you care, take the time to reconnect with them. If COVID is still a thing, which it looks like it's going to be for a while, make routine calls part of your week. If restrictions are finally lifted, though, spend time with those you love and remind them how important they are to you. Let them know that this time apart really impacted you and that you appreciate them and their presence so very much. If there's one thing that this pandemic has truly brought home, so to speak, it's just how precious and precarious life is. Don't end this year with regret in your heart for the things that you didn't say and the time you didn't spend with those you love. And we lost my grandma and my father-in-law in 2020. And if there's one thing I wish I could have done better, it's letting them both know just how much they were loved and how important they truly are. All right. Okay, so I have a bonus. You didn't think I'd end with just five, did you? Come on, you should know me better than that by now. Okay, so in order to make 2020 a truly better year for you, it also means putting your health, both physical and mental, first. Make small steps to improve your diet. Increase your physical activity if you need to. Learn to see the signs that you need to take a brain break or mental health day. Learn to meditate. Whatever it is you need to do to feel better in your own skin, make sure you're doing it. Now This is also a big one for me. I have a tendency to stress eat and say screw it to my workouts whenever it feels like things are going out of my control. Then I regret it a month or two later when I realized the workouts and the eating right were actually helping me. We're such weird creatures, I'm telling you. It's just bizarre. The reason I put this one last, though, is not to make it an afterthought, but to reinforce what you're probably already thinking at this time of the year. Consider it your reminder that yes, focusing on your health and your well-being is worthwhile. You should do that. Maybe even right now. So get up, do some stretches, drink some more water. This is your call to go take care of that, okay? (laughs) All right. So hopefully I've got you all dialed in and motivated up. You're going to rock this new year, my friend. We both are. And just remember to take everything one day at a time. You'll see the magic start to unfold. Now, don't forget, I am hosting a live one-hour masterclass next week on the number one secret to building a successful indie author career. We're going to bust some of those indie author myths, as well as talk straight about what's working in the industry and what's really not. Plus, we're going to have a lot of fun, too. I'm not even going to lie about that. So if you're ready to invest just a little more time into laying a solid foundation for your author career, I would love it if you would head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash masterclass to get signed up. There are three different dates and three different times to choose from. Now, as always, you can download the transcript to this episode in today's show notes by heading over to authorrevolution.org forward slash 62. Next week, I am bringing my good friend Paul Heingarten onto the podcast. Paul and I go way back and we're going to be talking about his indie author journey. So be prepared to get inspired. All right, my writerly friend, that's a wrap for this week. Remember to go set that intention for the year and hold it close. We got this. In the meantime, you probably guessed it already. I know you did. I want you to go forth and start your author revolution.